Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. Hey folks, JD here, another episode, another Tuesday. Let's roll. The play-in games are set to go. They start up on Tuesday. We have the Charlotte Hornets against the Indiana Pacers. Then we have Wizards against the Boston Celtics. Both of those games I'm pretty excited for. The Hornets, they're a nice young squad. A team that plays together. Good guard play out of Terry Rozier all year long. And he's got a bit of a supporting cast. I mean, let's keep in mind, P.J. Washington. LaMelo Ball looking like Rookie of the Year, and he even missed some time. But look at his stats. 15.7 points a game, 5.9 boards a game, and 6.1 assists. That's a pretty good stat line for year one, folks. And keep in mind, he's only 19 years old. He was born in 01. Something to really be said there. And also Sabonis for Indiana playing real well. One of Charles Barkley's favorite player in the league. And I agree with Chuck. Sabonis, he gets it done. He scores, he assists, he rebounds. He can push in transition even as a big. That's going to be a tight game. Both will be tight because at night, we know what Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics bring. Of course, they're without Jalen Brown. And we know what Mr. Triple-Double Russell Westbrook can do. And with Bradley Beal rolling, Wizards got a great chance of winning this game. It's our first year with a play-in tournament. We'll see how it goes. I think it was a pretty good idea by Adam Silver and company. Some of the players disagreed. But I think they'll feel, once you get more games under your belt, give 10 teams a chance instead of 8. These four at the bottom, 7 through 10, everyone's got a chance to get in and hopefully make a playoff run. Now Wednesday, the tough Western Conference where you battle it out. We start with the San Antonio Spurs. We know that culture. We listen to Tim Duncan's Hall of Fame speech this weekend saying Greg Popovich and the front office of San Antonio know how to win and they put their players in position to win, folks. That's huge. When you go to San Antonio, when you go to Los Angeles, when you go to the New York Knicks, there is a culture winning basketball, and if not winning, competing hard, leaving it all out there on the line. That's huge. And they play John Morant and those Memphis Grizzlies. That's going to be a heck of a showdown. I love Ja. I love how he plays. And we'll see who gets in here. Pretty evenly matched squads. Spurs went 33-39 and 39 on the year. Memphis went 38-34. and 34. And then the night game. Something we've all been looking for, especially myself. Two of the game's greats match up. Stephen Curry against LeBron James. And we didn't know that both of these teams were going to be in the play-in tournament, folks. But with an unhealthy Laker group, they did slip to seven. And Steph Curry, let's acknowledge what's at hand here. He's doing it without his mate in the backcourt, Clay Thompson. And he's playing like an MVP. He just won the scoring champion for the year. 
That's huge. Good for Steph. He just absolutely can play this game. He averaged 32 on the year. Draymond averaged seven boards on the year. And Draymond also averaged seven assists. It's great what they do in Golden State. Steve Kerr has a group of young players. You know, with Steph and Dre, they're teaching the youth. And I like that. I like how Steph makes those around him better. Same with Dre. And Draymond does it with his voice and his play. He wants his young guys to hear it as well as watch him dance on the floor. That's a big time thing that these veterans are doing. Leadership is very important in team sports. I emphasize that. And Draymond Green. Yeah, at times he picks up technicals. Yeah, he can misbehave here and there. But what he brings to a locker room, and Steve Kerr, his head coach, will agree, is unmatched. So shout out Dre, and shout out one of the all-time best, Steph Curry. And then talking a little bit about the Lakers, we know LeBron and AD were out. They finished 42-30. and 30. Pretty good if you ask me. Not a lot of games together. Uh, they're coming off a championship hoping to repeat, but they got to get past these play-in games and get into the official playoffs. Something to be said there, as we know, but we're going to have a heck of a start to the postseason by having Steph against LeBron in the first few days of the postseason. What more can we ask for? Good job, NBA, on the play-in games. And touching a little bit on the rest of the NBA, Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee all finished strong, all within three games. Philly at the one, Brooklyn at the two, only one game back, and Milwaukee at the three, three games back of Philadelphia. Any of those three squads can win the whole thing. I emphasize that. Every time I watch the Milwaukee Bucks, folks, they play with purpose, they play efficiently, and they run in transition. They want the best available shot on the floor. And the addition to Drew Holiday was unbelievable. Chris Middleton and Giannis are absolutely phenomenal, but they needed a third piece, especially in a time where guys are teaming up. Super teams are alive, and you need three great players to win it all in today's game. And shout out New York City. Shout out the Knicks. I've been shouting them out weeks on our show because they deserve it. Finish fourth in the Eastern Conference, 41-31. and 31. And after the three powerhouses come the Knicks, and the Knicks want to give themselves a chance to win a playoff series. I think they can. They battle hard. Coach Tibbs preaches defense as much or more than offense. And Tom is just a great coach. He believes in all of his guys. He doesn't look at it as I have a few all-stars, a few, you know, middle-of-the-road guys, and a few bottom-of-the-barrel, say. Everyone's equal. Everyone's part of the team, whether you're the 12th man on the bench or you're the best player on the squad, you get treated equally by Coach Tom Thibodeau. And a little bit on the Western Conference, just congratulating the Utah Jazz on a phenomenal season, 52-20. and 20. And guess what? Number one seed in the West. And Phoenix finished only one game back. 
And I'm going to talk a little bit more about Phoenix than I am Utah for two reasons. First reason is Devin Booker stepped up his play. Number two is Chris Paul added value to this team. Leadership, showing Devin what it's like to be a number one option in the National Basketball Association. And just playing team ball with Jay Crowder, Frank Kaminsky, Cameron Payne. Oh my God. The role players in Phoenix. One, two, three, four. That's how they do it. And Denver finished strong too. Third in the Western Conference. And Jokic looks like our league's MVP if it's not Steph Curry. Number three in the West without Jamal Murray. Come on, folks. That's pretty good. They finished a seat ahead of the Los Angeles Clippers. They were tied. They were both 47 and 25. But Denver held the tiebreak and well-deserved. And towards the bottom, we know what Luca and my boy Dame Dalla can do. Shout out Dame. He's, he's on J. Cole's album. Cole had to show him love. Dame's a leader in basketball and in the rap game as well. He dabbles in both and produces at a high level. So good for you, Dame. I think you really got a playoff run in you. I think Portland's really got a chance of winning their first playoff series this year. Dame knows what it's like to send people home. Ask Paul George about that. And I think they take care, as I was mentioning, at least one series they will win this year. Maybe two. Everyone's back healthy. CJ's in the lineup. I like what Nurk is doing. Dame and Nurk make each other better, having that presence with a big fella inside that can also stretch the floor, and the addition of Norman Powell for the Portland Trailblazers. It's wonderful what he brings to the game from the perimeter. Can knock down the three, three ball corner pocket. Also can hit anywhere on the floor. And trading away Gary Trent Jr., I know that was difficult for the squad, but they got better getting Norman. So that's a little NBA for you. I'm really excited for the postseason. I love the NBA playoffs always. And we've been waiting a long time for the playoffs and in home and away arenas, not just a neutral site with the bubble. That's what COVID did to us. It's okay. Lakers and LeBron still got it done in a bubble setting. But now we're back to normal. Not 100% fans in attendance, but we got some for sure. So go NBA. Adam Silver, hell of a job once again. Moving on to the MLB, I just wanted to touch upon it. Yanks are back on track a little bit. Six of the last 10 W's. They're in the win column 22 and 18. And no need to panic, folks. New Yorkers, we are two games back of Boston. And it's still early, if you ask me. Yanks will win that division. And looking a little bit to the National League, Mets remain on top. Shout out PG, the producer, a Mets fan, a native from New York. Mets are rolling, Phillies rolling. I think we're going to have a few playoff teams out of that NL East, as we should. And uh, baseball's in pretty good hands. I know people feel that it's a slow game. People don't get as into it as football and basketball. But hey, give the MLB a chance. There's been a lot of dingers this year, a lot of home runs, and a lot of good pitching out here. Something that gets me pumped to watch baseball throughout the week and watch Sunday Night Baseball with uh, A-Rod in the booth. MLB is off to the races 
NBA, as we said, is rolling, and I cannot wait to get officially kicked off into this postseason. This week is going to be just spectacular. And touching on the NFL, more drama with Aaron Rodgers, debating, retiring if Green Bay doesn't let him go. He wants to be with another franchise. The reigning MVP, I know he has more left in the tank. I fully think that he is just threatening retirement. So Green Bay lets him go, but I don't know, a lot of drama there. The one thing about today's game, and I'm not trying to knock Aaron Rodgers, but back in the day when guys went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Jets, say they weren't a winning franchise, that player tried to stay there and make them a winning franchise by getting the pieces around them. I feel in sports today, in all sports, players are trying to get out of their current situation if it's not going well. Handle some turmoil. Handle some turbulence in that locker room. That's what makes an all-time great, right? LeBron James wasn't content on leaving Cleveland without bringing that city a championship, right, folks? Steph Curry, a few years when Golden State was struggling, he didn't try to get out of there. He tried to figure out the pieces they needed to win. They went to quite a few finals, and Steph's only in his early 30s and has three rings. So players can figure it out. Aaron Rodgers wants out. And then we see players like Deshaun Watson. He wanted out. Of course, there's a few off-field allegations, so we don't know if we'll see much of Deshaun Watson anymore, but that's just an example. And then in the NBA, look at James Harden. Made sure the Houston Rockets got rid of him. He wanted to go to a winning franchise because he couldn't make Houston a championship contender. They were close a few times, but they weren't a contender year in and year out. And that's something to be said. These players nowadays have to worry more about building the franchise they're on than being on the move. And just to wrap up, we are also in the NHL playoffs. Shout out New Yorkers. Islanders took game one on the road against Pittsburgh. We know that's a tough task with my boy Sidney Crosby over there. I think the Islanders have a great chance of winning the series. That would be phenomenal. We know with hockey, the best players make a difference in the postseason. That's why the Washington Capitals are rolling with Ovechkin. That's why the Penguins are rolling with Sidney Crosby. I love the NHL playoffs. It's fun. It's usually tight games. I love the NBA playoffs. As we mentioned before, tight games. Big time buckets by people like Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Dame Dalla. LeBron James is back in the postseason, and we love to see that. And even in the East, as I mentioned, those New York Knicks. Shout out Julius Randle, most improved player in the association. Just out here rolling. And a lot of teams want to battle in that play-in game. Give it their all and uh, make a difference on that floor and hopefully take your team to the next game or the next round. NBA playoffs on the horizon. JD spitting facts. We're doing what we do from the Sunshine State. Peace and love to all. JD.